Unknown part two. Where 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 are we at now? The Com- branch office. Yeah, the branch office. <laughs> Compound destroyer. So Comp- there we go. Compound destroyer. So we decided we'd do uh, just a kind of a quick little podcast, although it'll still probably be thirty minutes at least. But uh, we all went as uh, we had talked about before when uh, Chris and I went up to uh, Howard's and talked to Nikki. We ended up going to the Heavy Devil show last Friday now. And this is uh, Wednesday, so it's been a few days. Everyone's got their collective hearing back again, but what? <laughs> figure uh, we had such a good time. We figured we'd kind of tell uh, at least a, a summary of the story. And if you hear something uh, an odd background noises, because the fucking cat is walking around on the table. The cat likes the attention. She, hears she all has no talking. fucks to give. <laughs> Look at her field in which she grows them. <laughs> It is barren. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, Friday night, uh, everyone got off work. We, uh, I, I picked up uh, the crude. We headed yeah, up. Yeah, and I, I, I appreciate that. You know, I, I really did not feel like going, but like I told you that night, I never get out of the house, and when I do, I'm the one doing the driving. So yeah. it's like, hey, I get a chance to. Be be totally irresponsible tonight. This <laughs> might be a good night. Hope I didn't embarrass you guys too much, but I had fun. Nope. No, that, there's no way you could have outdone drunk guy, but we'll get no. the drunk guy. We'll get Boom! there. Headshot. <laughs> so okay, we uh, headed up the BG, and uh, I had to stop and get something to eat because I hadn't eaten hardly all day, and I knew I wasn't going to make it through the show. So we stopped at. Taco Bell on the way because we decided rallies would be full of probably too many rednecks from the fair. From from the fair, the fair was going. Wood on. County Fair, you know, combine there was having the tractor pulls and everything. You could hear it. Floor full pole. <laughs> so we decided to stop at Taco Bell on the way, which was kind of funny in itself because the three of us walk in, and I didn't really think anything about it, but the three of us walk in, and it's like a. In uh, the old-timey Western movies where some, the stranger walks in through the barroom door and the piano player quits playing and everything gets quiet you can hear almost crickets. You're at the party and the record scratches. <laughs> Pretty much. Everybody looks. That's kind of what it was like. Because, yeah, it was full of mostly 
teenagers and only a few college students, actually. Maybe three or four tops. Probably. I didn't know Grandpa likes tacos. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa cut off the sleeves on his shirt. Gross. <laughs> so... So yeah, you got you got this assembled lot. I got my Murphy's Law shirt on. Judy's got her Reverend Horton Heat shirt on, and Chris has his white trash work shirt on. Yes, with white the, white trash patch on the what's that? The car, the mobile home, mobile home camper, camper home. Uh, yeah. Is it camper? We're talking about some, uh, it, we'll it, it's only a single wide, but. <laughs> I was talking more. Look, looks like the old gas station attendant shirt, you know, with the patch for your name on it, and or work shirt, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the safety pin with holding it on in one corner is a nice touch as well. So yes. flare. It adds you know, to the ambiance. I have my two points of flare. That's great. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we were trying not to get to the show too early because we knew they were opening, and so we finally ate, sifted through all that, went to the show. And I got there, and the first band, Split Decision, was just finishing setting up. So, yeah, because most of the flyers said eight that I had seen was when the door was Doors open. open, and apparently it was nine. Anyway, didn't really matter. So, flyers said eight, Facebook said 830, so we got in there somewhere in between. And yeah. Yeah. Wasn't a big deal. So No. So, yeah, Chris and I uh, promptly got our drink on as soon as we got there. You kept getting your drink on as the night went, but that's what you were partially there for. So, right. So, I got a buzz after about uh, two. Well, I think I had three beers all told all night, which was enough for me. It was just enough for me to get a buzz for a while. I was kind of laughing because you said, "Oh, honey, oh, Dawn, if you're driving, or Judy, <laughs> Judy, if you're driving, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have some fun tonight." <laughs> two beers later, you're done. <laughs> He's a cheap date. I am. I like it. <laughs> I like it. I got all my hardcore shit out when I was a teenager. You know, it was, I, it's much more affordable this way. I can tell yeah. you that. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's 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 nothing hardcore about me. It's just maintenance now. I'm getting too old. <laughs> Take the weak stuff and maintain it instead of going too high or low in either direction. Just start hitting old E40s. They come in a plastic now. No more glass jars or bottles. That's a bitch. All right, at any rate, Split Decision was up. Watched them play. Uh, I enjoyed watching their guitar player bounce around a lot. He was, he had to be tired as fuck, I would have thought, afterwards. So, trying to think. Split Decision got done playing. Just got done. Finished their set. Drunk guy walked in. Okay. Yelled, from Brooklyn? No, he's no, that was the other different. Drunk. That was the other, other guy. Friend. Other, other, yeah, other, other. There was several, but the OG drunk happy, guy, the happy ha- dancing guy. Let's happy dancing guy. Okay. He's the happy dancing. Happy dancing guy. guy. Yes. He came in and said, "Oh, you finished? What the fuck? I just got here or something, something, something to that effect. that effect." Yes. So they tore down and was it uh, uh, Lauren? Lauren and the Lovin. And the Lovin was next. next yes, the Lovins. Was it Lovins? Lovins. The yeah. Could have been the Lovitz, as far as I know. John Lovitz. Could have been the Lovitz. 
Um, I hated it. <laughs> it stinks. That's, that's, that's the line I was looking for. From the critic? Exactly. It stinks. That's right. They were all right. They just weren't really my thing. Just, they, I mean, it's not they were bad. It just it wasn't my thing. So. I liked them. The, the, the chick really had a great voice. I mean, she... She did. Yeah. She didn't need a microphone. I was staying at the back of the club, and she was still wailing. and yeah. like, like the old Memorex commercial where the breeze is coming out of the TV. My, yeah. face, my face was being peeled back by the sheer volume of her voice. <laughs> she got props from me for doing a Florence in the Machine song. Yeah. I like well, Florence. I've heard they're good. I don't really listen to them, and I did not know they covered one of those songs, but yeah. I like their set for what for what yeah. they were doing. You know, it was really good. Yeah. yeah. You know, I might, I might think like things a little bit harder, a little punker, but for exactly what they were doing, they are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. They were good. I thought, yeah, I, I thought so. Well, like I said, they weren't really my thing, but I gave, gave yeah. them props. They right. were good musicians, so. Yep. So, I'm trying to think if, uh, did the Hemi Devils show up right around the time they were finishing? I think so, weren't they coming <clears throat> yeah, in? right around They there. were coming in about the time. Coming in, so, saw Rob and the crew start coming in the door, loading in gear. Mm-hmm. And, next, oh yeah, I guess we should say at this point, when, uh, the uh, yeah, uh, God, I keep wanting to say Loretta and the Lovins, and that's uh, Lauren, Lauren and the Lovins. Uh, that's when Happy Dancing Guy first started. We got a little taste of, yeah, he got a little wound, I guess. Little wound, Lauren was playing uh, somebody that's drunk enough, you're not just swaying to the music, you're taking up the entire dance floor, waving your arms around and spinning in circles and. Well, Judy kind of commented it was true. It was kind of a mixture of moshing and ballet. It he was by the end of the night it had evolved. By the end of the night, it, it had evolved sort of ballet because there was some gracefulness to it and some fluidity. But it was so he biffed his nose on the wall. Yeah, but. yeah, that was bad. That was a bad thing. <laughs> Face first. <laughs> yes. But uh, so yeah, they finished their set, and let's see. I'm trying to go, I'm just trying to recap all of it in my mind. My good friend Andy showed up. Didn't he show up during their set as well? Uh, or was it Texas I Trash? I think he may have showed up when Texas Trash was on. Yeah, he might have. So I wanted yeah. to give a little shout out to my friend Andy. Yeah. Uh, he showed up, hung around. He was in and out for a while. But when... Okay, yeah, because the next band was uh, Texas Trash and the Trainwrecks. Um, I didn't know a lot about them. A lot of my friends seemed to know more, and especially my uh, buddy Doug... He won. I did not realize it until I texted him because I was trying to lure him into coming up there. But he wanted to come see them, but he had to help his, his brother. brother do something in the morning. So I picked him up a T-shirt. But uh, <laughs> so, but the the real tell of the night was when Texas Trash started up, and Happy Dancing Guy came barreling in from the other side of the bar. Because if you've never been at Howard's, it's kind of divided into. Bars like strict bar side on the one side, and then band and bar side on the other side. Well, he came flying out of regular bar side, and I don't know if he tripped or what happened, but he ended up rolling onto the floor. The first of many of the night. Yes, but <laughs> it was at that point, Chris shouted out, Oh my god, sniper! <laughs> Boom! Headshot! <laughs> And, and every, every, like, the next ten times that he was dancing around and flailing around and half moshing and half skod, skanking and half ballet, and he hit the ground. 
boom, headshot. <laughs> but he was. He was a happy drunk, he if really nothing else. Because that was also what the point too, where we started. Because we were sitting at the uh, first row of benches and picnic tables. It's just off which, the bar. Which, going back to your old story. I'm going to take you off on a tangent here, okay. like I always do. But yeah, uh, it was about due. Looking at my, I was, I was, I was sitting there most of the night. I, I, I was really having, I was in a crisis because, told you, I got home from work at three o'clock, and the wife got home at the same time and brought me a bunch of chipotles, and I pigged out. And and like the big burrito bowl had rice and black beans yeah. and spicy steak in it, and put hot sauce on it. Then you guys wanted to go to Taco Bell. Yeah. I didn't force you to buy anything. I know, but it only took me about an hour into the show until I was having like a poop crisis. <laughs> and I was sitting there feeling all emotional and everything. He was ready to make a run for the border. I kept looking in that bathroom at Howard's like, all right, there is no door here. You can, see, you can just see the toilet out in the open. So anybody that comes in here is going to be watching me. And then I'd go outside, you know, I'd kind of waddle outside, butt tightly, have a smoke break or something. I was like, the next crowd of people that goes into Mr. Spots, I'm just going to walk in with them and make it look like I'm with the group and just go into the bathroom. But luckily, luckily, I was able to calm myself and by the end of the night, you know, and... <laughs> Got a ride home since I wasn't driving, which is a beautiful thing. I was able to be mellow the rest of the night, but I wasn't right. That night when I got home, and half of the next day, I was <laughs> I kinda had intestinal issues. He really I'll, was full of shit. I'll, I'll just I'll just I'll just leave it at that. Alright. Well, it's all your fault. I blame you. I wasn't right for a day. Alright. I'll take the blame. Like I said, once again, I didn't twist your arm or nothing. You could have just been like, no, no, I'm good. I'll just buy a drink or some shit. or I'll get some cinnamon twist and leave it at that. Either that or next time just see if Nikki's got like a cardboard box and just flatten it and you can make yourself a door. There you go. Ooh, that would have worked. Well, I was actually thinking about him. I said, hey, Dan, come guard the door for me. I'm going to be in here for a minute. <laughs> she may stand in the hallway being like, do not want to go in there. 45 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Standing with some Febreze. I feel kind of guilty. All three or four stalls in the women's head doors. Well, there there's you go. Not, there's not even a wall. There's barely like a little half yeah, wall separating oh, wow. the stand-ups versus the sit-down. Yeah, your you knees are just gone no in the door girls. around You should have gone in the girls. I should have, but I might have been like uh, gang raped or something. And what am I going <laughs> to tell my wife when it happens? <laughs> What am I gonna tell my wife? <laughs> she'll think she'll just tell me I was asking for it. And I was like, "That's not how it works." It's because of all that hot attire you wear to the club. Yes, and the white trash shirt with the pin, right? And the Doc Martens that only losers like us still wear to to a club that are twenty five years old. Yeah, which, yeah they're, which reminds they're me, they're older than some of the kids that are coming into the bar. <laughs> Which reminds me, I, I, I bought some uh, new polish and a brush and everything the other week when I had to Just that's shine, I had shine up my shoes for the wedding, so I should probably take care of them boots now, too. They they yeah. deserve it. It's been a while, but yeah. But still, I think I think I hijacked this uh, topic. Where were we? What were we discussing? Uh, Texas Trash, which also reminds me, uh, since we said something about the bar, 
Uh, I gotta give the uh, girl that was working the bar credit. Oh, yeah. Because she was, you know, not very big, not very tall, however you want to put it. But she was not afraid to get right in frat boys' face and throw them out. Right. I don't know if you caught any of that or not. Two or three times they'd They'd try walking through. Try walking through it. And she would stop them and point at their hands if they didn't have stamps. She goes, you don't have a stamp, can't be over here. Go to the other side. Go. Chased them out. So, it was kind of cool. Nice. So. Yeah, Yeah, I was impressed. I, I recognize, I remember her because she was wearing a nice little tight red tube dress that was snuggled right around her buttocks. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, at any rate, Texas Trash. I knew he was going to do that. <laughs> I don't know where else to go after <laughs> that. Hashtag at any rate. <laughs> Hashtag at any rate. So, yeah, because I really, I mean, where do I go from that? There is no. I could agree. I noticed as well. Thank you. <laughs> but, uh... Looked like two hams just <laughs> tightly, tightly really, wrapped in a package. I really wasn't opening the conversational door for you to uh, step through it oh, 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 oh. I'm <laughs> sorry. Were we still not uh, sexualizing random women we see? Or are we moving on? We're moving on at this point. Okay. Please. Right. <laughs> so, Texas So what trash. do you think, Judy? Do you like your dress? Sure. As far as dresses go, sure, you're asking a girl that doesn't own one. This is true. Uh, Texas Trash. So, yeah, also also Dancing Guy had acquired another partner. A buddy. A buddy who was also dancing. He wasn't... That dude was built a little more like me, so I don't think he had as much endurance as as Dancing Dude. I have to say, though, he did well for his size. He did. He held up fairly well. Well, and actually, we ended up at the end of the night, I guess... Going forward, and then we'll roll it back a little bit. Uh, we ended up talking to Dancing Guy and that guy at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. And actually, they were both pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because he thought we were from... F- he butchered Fostoria. Bostonia? I don't know. Bos- no, Bostonia. <laughs> it was Bostonia oh, nice. or that something. Sound, that sounds like like uh, Transylvania or <laughs> some kind of weird, <laughs> evil... We'll go with that. We'll change it. Well, we can spot... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, they were rather nice, and I discovered, uh, actually... uh, They were both on, they were on more than just alcohol, because when I took one of my smoke breaks outside, the the secondary guy, not not the dancing guy, but the secondary guy was talking to one of the friends and going, I tried dancing with him, and he just sat down and he ignored me. Did I insult him somehow? He was having some kind of existential breakdown because the the dancing drunk guy wouldn't dance with him and they couldn't start their own little thing going on. And Did I, I insult him in his culture where yeah. I'm from? Oh, no. The happy, the happy dancing guy, I think, was just in his own little world. I really do believe. You know, oh, he had to have alcohol. He point. had something and so. whatever it was. I wouldn't mind having just a little bit of that to try. <laughs> Not as much. Not so much, but just a little bit would have been good. But So, yeah, also uh, dancing guy tried at that point. I think this is where I started going before it went way off track. He tried kept. He kept coming up to us going, come on, come with me, come dance with me. And come I would from. not get up because I was having poop issues. <laughs> <laughs> See, you guys I, go have fun, though. You kids, you you go have a good night. <laughs> well, I, there for a while, I thought you kept getting around and kind of doing that little dancing around and 
Roman thing, because I thought you were just tired. Yes. yes. No. <laughs> that was not it. That was me, like, the jalapeno two steps. Pacing back and forth emotionally. The, the, the chipotle like cha-cha. Exactly. The Taco Bell two-step. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, now I know. Yeah, I figured I was just making fun of you because I figured you were just, because you were complaining about being tired, too, so. If I only knew, I would have taken him somewhere that he could have uh, <laughs> oh, so, you know, had that, and uh, there were some other people that joined the the fracas off and on in the dancing fray. Yes, which we came to know as Brooklyn later. Yes, but we'll we'll get to that. Yes. Uh, let's see. Trying to think. I'm trying to sum it all up. Talked to Rob at one point a little bit okay, from the Heavy Devils. Devils. Kind of caught up with him. Uh, cat's moving the microphone. That's my fault. <laughs> Egging it on. Uh, so then, let's see. Because Rob told me, actually, even before Texas Trash started, Rob came over because he told me I would really enjoy him. And he was right. I really didn't know what to expect, but... <sighs> trying to figure out a way to describe... I've seen uh, Texas Trash kind of described many ways, but it was kind of, if you added a little bit of Iggy Pop... A little bit of traditional Texas twine, because there was some of that in there. And, like, surf punk. Surf punk. A little punk. bit of that, too, they did, yeah. And a little bit of maybe the Dead Boys out of Cleveland. A little bit of that. Just that late, very late 70s punk. Yeah. So. I it, think the thing that impressed me, they could switch it up. They yeah. didn't have just one style. Yeah. They kind of did play several different styles. You even commented the guitar player was yeah great at great. just yeah because he could go just from straight punk fuzz right into Texas twang with no problem. Yeah, yeah. so I was impressed. Yeah, so yeah, if you ever see those guys anywhere are playing, I would definitely recommend. Yeah. Now blow your doors off. <laughs> no, but seriously, yeah, they'll. It's a good time. So let's see. Definitely they, look worth. Definitely worth looking up online. Online, yeah. yeah or what do you say? Uh, was it SoundCloud or Bandcamp? They got. Uh, Bandcamp. They have. They got. They got a. They got a YouTube page with a lot of their different music and. You were impressed with the drummer too, I think. Or yeah, you, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. He always. You know the mute like that kind of music's not like technically difficult, but to just play it straight and play it tight and keep the beat going and do all like the action and putting on a show behind the kit. You know, it's yeah. I'm it's sure I've seen him in another punk band at some point too. Even you recommend he looked familiar. He looked familiar, but and I, I saw tell somewhere along the line someone tagged him as like it's as being uh, his last name is Nunslaughter. N U N, none slaughter. Wow. So I'm guessing the, although it could be for the three upside down crosses, I think might have been from a former band, but it also probably works for Texas Trash and the Trainwrecks because that's three T's as well. Yeah. So just something I noticed. I noticed weird odd shit. That's always. Don't I? Yes, you do. <laughs> so they got done playing. And uh, Hemi Devil started setting up, and somewhere around, also in Texas Trash, I guess I should mention as well, uh, Jack from Hemi Devils hooked me up with a Dickie shirt, yep. which was fucking awesome. And part of the reason was, um, I told Rob before, I was kind of bummed, when they played out at Venue 18, they didn't hardly have any merch at all, because they played for, or opened for David Allen Coe the night before. 
So that's why they didn't hardly have any merch, and it's not like their merch guy dropped the ball for this show. for this show as well. So he hooked me up with the, the two XL Dickies, and it actually still fit as long as I don't button it. Yes. So, but it is. It was awesome. Uh, watched the Hemi Devils play um, as they set up uh, the lead guitarist uh, Taylor. Yes. Went to the front of the stage and goes, "Where's drunk guy? Get I want him. drunk guy up here. Get him up here. Did so you catch he, that? Did you catch that? No, he did. <laughs> so that, yeah, I guess it's also worth mentioning that uh, I moved up closer to the band at this point, and and I was still sitting down <laughs> in misery. In misery. <laughs> so I drug Judy with me, and uh, so we went up. And yeah, Taylor, what a drunk guy! He told him he goes, he goes "Do the on the floor thing some more. I'm gonna see that." So, <laughs> Boom! Headshot! <laughs> Boom! Headshot! So, Hemi uh, Devil started playing. They, I, like I said, I've always been since I first heard them when uh, Jeremy Schindorfer supposed to him. I, I've sold on them. So I'm at venue 18. Uh, Judy couldn't make it that night. I told her about it, so I knew the next time I came around, we'd have to go see him. Good show. It's also worth uh, telling, because that's the thing, that the stories also really start happening within the Hemi Devil set. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of, yes. Or at least they come to more fruition as well. Yes. Um, first, what happened is, uh, well, Rob broke a string. He did what, second song in? I think second I think. second or third song right, in. Right, Broke a string on his guitar. So Jack, to fill time, pulled two people... Out of the crowd. Out of the crowd to do basically a chug contest for yes. CDs. Yes, yes. We got to know the one guy as Brooklyn, because that's where he was from. It was Buckets, a female. Yes, and in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yes. So, uh, Brooklyn got disqualified because he kind of erped beer in mid-chug. So spewed a little. He spewed a little, so he got disqualified. So then, uh, actually, the guitarist from the train wrecks. Texas train wrecks. Yeah. Supplied his guitar for... For Rob to play. Yes. So, they got going again. And then, within the set, more dancing started happening in front of us. There was more... And as the joke went at the end of the night, I'm not sure who got their chest grabbed more, Judy or me. And then Chris also topped it off by, I'll put you over the top, Dan, and grab my moves a couple of times. Because, so. <laughs> yeah, Brooklyn, I saw you, him. The winner is you. Thank you. So, yeah, Brooklyn crashed into Judy more than several times. And then also at one point you were leaning, because you were leaning against the pole that's near the correct, stage. Correct. And he came up and said, I needed to get off of that pole. I looked like I was some kind of security or something. Yeah. And you know, you always think of the witty things to say later. later. I should have told him. That's why they call me Judge Judy. Yes. But I didn't. Yeah. So, yes, he was trying to get you to dance. He was trying to get me to dance. Anything I'd have thought was something about a pole dancer, but no. <laughs> neither here nor there. No, this girl doesn't pole dance, so no. But I was apparently the project. I don't know why apparently. I was the project. But and I also, I guess I did forget to mention when uh, happy dancing drunk guy yes. saw I was up near the band, he was so fucking happy. He was thrilled. He thanked you. He thanked me. He slapped me on the back a couple times. He even squished against me. And yeah, that dude must have been drenched from head to toe with sweat because yes. yes. he, he was like a sponge. He could have showered in what he was <laughs> yeah, wearing yes. for as wet as he was. <laughs> so... Yeah, that went on because yeah, the Brooklyn 
grabbed you a couple times, and then I had some other woman who random, yeah, just yes. was yeah, grabbed my chest Your more than chest several was, times yes, as well. Yes, yes. Who was dancing around sometimes with Brooklyn, sometimes not, not sometimes yeah. with her friends. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It was it was an interesting yes. night. And then, so, what at some point he decided he was going to lean against the pole beside me. I don't know if he was trying to. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Scare me away from leaning on the pole. I'm not sure what that was supposed to do. It didn't no. work, whatever it was. No. So, yes. So, let's see. That happened. Yes. I guess that was most... Yeah, I guess it does bear mentioning as it got towards the end of the Hemido set, it looked like Dancing Guy biffed himself in the... He must have lost his balance a little more than usual. Yes. And biffed himself in the nose. Because I noticed he was down on the ground and his buddy, yes. his newfound buddy... Went over and at least helped him back up. Because right. I didn't know what happened at first. I just thought he had beer tears or something. No. He and then had, I saw him and they, I, he, 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 yeah, he pissed himself nose. really good on Beer tears. Yeah. Yes. Never heard of that? No. Beer tears. Beer tears. Sometimes when some people drink too much, they just get instantly sad and will just start crying right. for no oh, reason. Oh, okay. I, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I think he just like clocked himself I think he and did. made his eyes water. He I think he had his... so much momentum going, right. he just kind of went. He hit the wall. He hit that brick He did a wily coyote into the wall. He did. He hit the wall yeah and but and let's just say boom, that he really shot. was pretty graceful and he yeah. wasn't obnoxious like he didn't no, run into true. you on purpose or he anything pretty much kept his space for most he, time tried not did. to really barrel into him no, too much so he was he was pretty decent about that yeah i didn't get the urge to punch him in the head or anything unlike several other I shows did, but i couldn't get up to do it <laughs> <laughs> if i didn't have to shat i'd come punch you <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, let's see. Uh, I guess that was most of it. Hemi Devils had a really good set. I enjoyed it. Oh, we do have to tell on Taylor for the broken. Oh yeah, I was going to get to that because oh, okay, yeah, at okay. one point you have to mention. At one point, that. the band needs. Uh, I think they were drinking Fat Tire. They were out of beers, and yeah. I think that the bartender was trying to, to cash out or cash get ready out to or cash getting out, getting so. ready to cash out, and so she was kind of preoccupied, and they could not, for the life of them, get beers. So Taylor resorted to drinking a bottle. Well, somebody they finally did. I did. Did see, they get him get beers the finally? Well, what did he did he drop it? I think it got dropped or fell okay. over and hit the monitor. I'm not right. positive, but something okay. like that. So yeah, okay. it knocked most of the neck off, off of, of the, the beer. beer. Yes. So yeah, after the set, um, everyone's we were all kind of milling around because I at least wanted to say talk to Rob real quick and uh, thank Jack again for the shirt. And uh, Taylor was sitting closer over to where we were before, mm -hmm. so we stopped and talked, kind of just talked to him real quick, because you were like, you're not really drinking that, are you? Because he's sitting there holding a beer bottle that's fractured. Broken. Yeah, it's broken. broken. neck off. He's sitting yes. there drinking it like a, a mason jar. Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it was a tall boy, you know? It was yeah. like a 20-ounce like like yeah. beer. It was. It was a big bottle of beer. <laughs> and he's like, what? I did the rattle test as clink, he clink test. The clink test he as he held test. up to his ear. And yeah, yeah. Use your teeth uh, as a filter. That was your line. <laughs> I had something else with him, but I don't remember what the hell it was oh, now. But it was bad. It was yeah. It, it was, was funny. Bad. So, yes. so uh, I guess that was really for the most part about it. Yeah. Like I said, we saw some. We did see some people come in that you could tell. We're like, this is not my thing. So they turned around and left. Yes. Especially during. Texas Trash, because either you were really into that band, or, or you it probably frightened the shit out of you. So, especially I thought it was funny when he kept holstering the mic in his pants. 
yeah. in the front of his pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a little. And dancing around with his nub, you know. And more power to him if I, I don't think I'd have been on stage doing everything if, if I'd have had accidents or anything yeah. or, or the life experiences that guy had. I don't think I'd have been as right. strong. Yeah. And it was really cool that you know, he's, he's out. Like, on, he's out. He was out there doing shit, and it was awesome. And I was, right. I, I was loving the show. Right. So yeah, this yeah. kind of bear more mentioning, I guess, kind of, fi- kind of figure out what we're talking about. Go ahead and uh, get on Google and uh, search Texas Trash. He's got a whole little. There's a short documentary about him about what happened to him. Right. It's definitely worth checking out. It's it's pretty interesting. Right. So rough rough road the guy's yeah. been. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess that was really. Most part, uh, want to thank Nikki for having the show. What have you got, Chris? Having it on, and uh, she was having fun that night. She didn't have to work, so yeah, yeah. her and her friends were partying all night. I did kind of notice by the heavy devil set, it looked like she was probably feeling no pain. Right, she no. was not. No. <laughs> it was a good night. Right. So, yep. Want to thank Nikki for just, uh, having them there. I was just kind. Of, I don't know. It, it, it's pretty obvious, but you know. The Hemi Devils, you know, they, they, the band rocks, and the the lead singer, you know, if you spot him in a crowd, you wouldn't, you, I, I, I couldn't tell that he was the guy. No, you wouldn't you know, look usually, twice. Exactly. Usually right. you got some kind of diva or somebody that oh, yeah. tries to stick out. No. This dude was hardcore and then went out and just belted out all the music. Right. Which right. was awesome. And right. Some of the lyrics to their songs, I thought it was funny because, you know, it's the Hemi Devils and they got... Six six six, but it, it's 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 coming coming from a band that used to have uh, <laughs> that used to go hardcore in that direction yeah. instead of just moderately like uh, how, how how do you explain it? You know, I, it's, it's, I it's, thought it's kinda... to me I'd never seen them. To me, I got metal rockabilly. Exactly, exactly, kind of, but kind of that but, was you what, know, but yeah. the usage of like the whole oh devil six 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 and uh, Satan's right. gonna get and all that stuff you know that's part of the old rockabilly and it yeah. wasn't it wasn't like some satanic band playing no. a song no, it's almost a, a little song, more like Jesus hates you yeah. subtle a little more subtle a little more subtle like a more like a voodoo kind of almost there you go there you there go, go. There you so. go. So. well it didn't hurt he was actually wearing a Madame Laveau's yeah, that, T-shirt yeah. like and I that, picked up on that so yeah. Yeah, my old band like had songs called "Son of the Morning Star" and "Jesus Hates You" and <laughs> things like that. So, a little more when, in when, your you, face. when you bring that topic into things, you know, it's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, just a yeah. little bit different. Yeah, right. I, yeah. You had less innuendo, I guess, and you guess, guys. That's right. the word I was looking innuendo. for. Innuendo, very good. So. Yes. Yeah, that also doesn't hurt that uh, Jack and Rob are huge fans of Ringworm, which is another one of my favorite Cleveland bands as well. Because, as I've always said. Any guy who picks the stage name Human Furnace fucking wins. First time I checked out Ringworm, it's been years ago, uh, and I was checking out the band members, I'm like, Human Furnace? I'm like, fuck, why didn't I think of that? That's genius. So, like I said, those guys dig that band, so that, that one that one points with me, too, because actually when they played at Venue 18, Jack was wearing a Ringworm shirt. So I'm sure there were people being like, ringworm Ooh, why would he do that's like things animals get and that's yeah but but yeah it's also a hardcore band from cleveland and so that is the thing i think well chris has you've played and been around cleveland enough cleveland definitely has a very huge pride about their music scene 
even if you right. don't always exactly play, you know, you're always for the other bands usually that are in that scene. Yeah. Even if you don't play the exact same type of music. Played up in Cleveland quite a bit at like uh, Peabody's and, well, Cleveland and Akron. Yeah. We've done uh, quite a few shows opening up for Mushroom Head and, mm. and uh, their pet project, side project, mm-hmm. Ventana and a couple other ones like that, but... You know, you get the whole vibe. You go up there, and they're real hardcore. They got their, their the the mosh crew, and they got all the, yeah. you know, the different people that go to different shows. Take their music scene very serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's, it's yeah. loverly. Lovely. <laughs> so yeah, also want to thank the uh, Hemi Devils and uh, Texas Trash and Trainwrecks for coming to BG. We had a great time. Uh, I guess that about covers it for the most part without getting too detailed and too boring about the other details tonight. Did did we mention that I had to poop? Yes. (laughs) I think we covered that. Okay, well, I got nothing else to say. It was my first visit to Howard's, and I'm glad I got to go. I had never been there before, so. My first visit to Howard's was rather sad, so. (laughs) I guess I can tell that story because it's real quick. It was, would have been, I wasn't 21 yet. I was 19, maybe, just maybe 20 at that point. And I went with all my older friends who were 21, and we went hitting different bars. Well, we got, Howard's was the last, I think it was the last stop of the night. And at that point, I don't even know who was managing Howard's at that point. And it was, the setup was a hair different, but not much. <clears throat> so, and they were still serving pitchers and would give you cups at that point. So, our Mini friends, pitchers, too. They would, Full pitchers, mini pitchers. So, I got my drink on there, and... But there was one, there was some really bad cover band playing, doing like the best of the mid 80s. And this probably her been, name is Rio, and she that dances on the sand. That might have been preferable, but more like play. Just like a river dancing through the open sand. No, more like every rose has its thorn. Hey, when I was in high school in 1989... That was the jam? We played that song at the high school talent show. And we also did... uh... I like how my story's now turned into your tangent, but go ahead. Oh, Oh, what was it? Who is it? What was that band that set the whole club on fire? Oh, oh. Grey White? Grey White. White. Yes. Rock me! Oh, Rock boo. me! And it was a Catholic school, and there's nuns and priests in there and everything, and we had the lines in the song, and make sweet love to you! Oh, no. And had everybody looking at us, and they turned the music down. <laughs> they unplugged. Something like that. So, so at any rate, that <laughs> Howard, hashtag, sitting hashtag. around with my friends, and yes, the really kind of sad cover bands playing and there's one lone dancing girl out in the middle. You should have hooked her up with drunk dancing guy. Well, we'd have to travel back in time for that. But Talk to Mobius. Obama. <laughs> Mobius Continuum. It was <laughs> but she did. She did. She had her beer in one hand and she did like the almost the I'm a little teapot move in circles. <laughs> only, I'm a little only, teapot crash. <laughs> But she didn't have her one hand on her hip. She just had her other hand kind of in the air. And she kept doing that, like, around in circles. And it was kind of sad. So that was my first experience what at Howard. Did you hit on her? Oh, hell no. Crazy. She was She was crazy. not a looker, for, for starters. She have crazy waves. Well, she looked like she was, at that point, at least 
35. Now, now oh, I'm 42 now, now but yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're 19 and 35, 36 or older and... Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> and it then helps. You had those, remember those really horrible 80s glasses that were oh, like the five plastic. times taller that they needed to be, and they were like sometimes rose tinted. And she had yeah. a pair of those. Like Run DMC glasses, like the almost ones. Like, almost, <laughs> except prescription and like octagonal, almost. Oh, nice! And I think rose tint. So Ooh. it's like, Ooh. where's Waldo? But only before Waldo <laughs> and bigger. <laughs> okay, so that I think we're gonna draw close to the uh, this episode of episode thirty of the Punk Off Podcast. Once again, thanks to uh, everybody that came out. Thanks to uh, Nikki for uh, scheduling the show. I'm sure we'll be seeing more in the f- near future. And uh, do you have anything else before I... Other than, yes, you had to poop while we were there. Chris had to poop. Chris had to poop. <laughs> nah, I'm, 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 I'm much better now, though. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, with that... wubba dub 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 bitches!